I hope this finds each of you doing well. I hope you're all healthy and safe. If you don't mind, I'd like to start off with a word of prayer. So if you'd bow your heads with me. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, dear Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this tool that we have and this opportunity that we have to come together. And so, dear Lord, I just pray that you would be with those that hear this message. I pray that you would uh, be with each of those that are searching and and trying to find a dear Lord. I just pray that you would reach out and touch each of them. And we thank you for this, and we thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, and, and uh, thankful for this opportunity to come before you. You know, I appreciate this tool that we have available to us, and I'm thankful for each one of uh, our brothers that are dedicating their time and their energy to further expand our way to virtually connect with people throughout the world. I want to tell you a story, or I guess I want to tell a memorable lesson for me, and this is a a life lesson. This is one that I would carry with me, that I've carried with me throughout all of my life, and this is um, what I'd say is this is a memorable lesson that I had from Bible school. I was a young man. I was a little guy. Uh, I remember it was at the Temple Lot Church many, many, many years ago, the old building, the original building that was there, and and I remember this Sunday school or this Bible school lesson, and, and it, it planted a seed, and that's going to be the key word. You're going to hear me talk about this seed, uh, but it planted a seed in my mind, and it stuck with me all of my life. I will I will tell you that while this is one of those lessons that have stuck with me, I will admit that at times I have struggled with this and, and, and at times that I find that I am stronger in this area or weak in this area. And that is, this is my lesson on faith. And, and I want to talk about faith. You know, human nature is, is that, uh, at least for me, my human nature is, I tell people that I'm strong in this area. I feel like that I am a fairly strong person. I have a strong faith. I have a strong belief. Uh, jokingly, I would tell you that sometimes it's probably just because I'm not the smartest guy in the world that I have a hard time figuring out more complex things. And so I accept at face value that that I have faith and I have a faith in, in a Jesus Christ and I have a faith in a God that I know that is here for us and, and does these things to help us. You know, I, I truly believe, though, that while I say that I'm strong in that, I know that there are times when I'm weak or when I struggle. Now, again, it's, it's this memorable lesson that I'll go back to. And again, I was a little guy and I was in Bible school and I was at the temple out in the original building. And I remember being downstairs in the dining hall or the dining area. And my Sunday school teacher or my Bible school teacher was our sister Sue Brickhouse. And the lesson was, if you have faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, you could move a mountain. And I remember there was uh, the, that was kind of the theme. And, and I remember, as crazy as it sounds, I even remember doing the little drawing it out on a sheet of paper and having an actual mustard seed and putting that on this sheet of paper. And, and you know, if, if, if that lesson, if I had the faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, I could move that mountain. I want to read Matthew 17, verse 20, and uh, it, it, it goes like this. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. As a kid, and even in, you know now today as an adult, I can see that, I can imagine an actual mountain being moved. 
pause there for just a second and think about that, right? And, and when Christ says, and nothing shall be impossible unto you, I sincerely believe that. Let me go back in the chapter. And actually, we're going to go back. And, and I want to read closer to the verses around that 20th verse. And I'm going, to, I'm going to start at the 14th verse. So Matthew 17, starting at the 14th verse. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed, for oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. That was Christ speaking. And it continues on, And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence and to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. You know, there's so many lessons in these verses, and we see the example that Christ sets that in our humanness, and ultimately as a weak individual, you know, we are, we can't do it, right? But through Christ, through prayer and fasting, the lesson that is taught here, and ultimately through the will of God, anything is, is everything, anything is possible. I imagine in verse 17, and I, I try to kind of visually see this, you know, Christ saying, how long shall I suffer you, right? To me, I think of that as, you know, how long is, 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 are you going to continue to have this weakness? You know, I try to make things too difficult in my mind. You know, in, in Isaiah, the sixth chapter, verses nine and 10, we read, and he said, go and tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. You know, understand this. We have to see with our eyes, right? It's very simple what we're being taught there in Isaiah. See with our eyes. We have to hear with our ears. We have to understand with our heart. We have to convert and we, and we can be healed. I don't actually, you know, I don't have to actually see a mountain be moved, right? I said earlier, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to, to really figure that out. I'm sure that there are some really smart people out there that could scientifically prove that a movement of a mountain is impossible, right? The more I think of it, the more I question that feat. You know, I can tell myself how impossible it may be, but I cannot do that. I trust, and I know that through God, through Christ, Nothing is impossible. So to that effect, right, it's that simple, simple lesson of if I have faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, that mountain can be moved. For me, you know, where that questioning something or that doubting something comes in is ultimately fear. I'm the type of person who I think probably the older I get, the more I begin to fear or worry about things that I I, I, I just don't know about. You know, it's that fear of the unknown, things that I cannot control, the fear of the unknown. Isaiah 41.10, we read, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. 
I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will hold, uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. In these times, and we're, you know, recognize the date that we're in and the, the virus that is going throughout our nation and throughout these, this world, you know, in these times when fear or worry sets in, I find that I have to just kneel down and pray. You see, the, the strong person in me or the pride in me is that I would like to be able to tell you that I don't have fear. I don't have worry. Uh, I, I've, I've had people tell me, you know, Jeff, you're a, you're a confident person. And, and while I believe that, that, you know, on the outside, I can show that confidence. But, you know, sometimes it's my family that sees that weakness within me. You know, I, I, again, I can tell myself that I don't have to worry. I'd like to tell you that that, that fear does not set in with me, but I can't. You know, I used to tell my boys as they were growing up, you know, there are things that would be bothering them. And I would tell them things like, ah, just, you know, water off the duck's back. Let it just flow off, you know, let it, let it hit you and just, just roll off. I assume that you all understand that phrase, you know, it's water off the duck's back. Let it roll off. To not let things slow us down, just to let things roll off us without negative, negativity impacting us. I believe that I have a faith. I feel that I have a strong faith in believing in what I cannot see. I see evidences all around me of the greatness of God. But let's focus on some of why Christ used the analogy or the comparison of a grain of mustard seed. In Matthew 13, 32, we read that that grain of mustard seed is the least of all seeds. It says, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh the tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Actually, let's back up to the 31st verse, and we'll read 31 and 32, right? And again, I'm reading in Matthew, the 13th chapter, and the 31st verse starts, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. The kingdom of heaven. So right this, so, so, you know, recognize the kingdom of heaven is like this grain of mustard seed, the least of all seeds, a small seed, small beginnings that grows into one of the greatest among herbs, a tree, right? Think of it that way. God's word, when new or young in the gospel, is young and new, small, but it grows through watering and feeding. I looked it up, and, and uh, you know, while on a podcast, it's hard to show, but think of a grain of mustard seed the size of one to two millimeters. As a tree, when grown, can be upwards to six to 20 feet tall, uh, you know, one to two millimeters is a speck at the tip of your finger, and through nourishment, it'll grow. I want to read from Matthew 13, as, as there are many other thoughts that it drives for me, this thought of planting a seed, watering, nourishing, seeing growth, much like our life with Christ. And, and you know, I'm going to read a lot of the chapter here, and, and I'll try to kind of highlight some of these things that stand out to me. Matthew 13, the same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him. So that he went into a ship and sat, 
and the whole multitude stood on the shore. You know, I've had the opportunity, my family and I went to Israel, and we saw this place, and, and we saw where this happened, or at least where we believe it happened, you know, and it's, you know, to me as a kid, again, back to that lesson on that faith, you know, in my mind, I'm picturing this, this, this sea and this huge sea and a huge body of water, right? But, but after going there and seeing this, you know, I recognized the, the, the greatness that Christ had and the, the, the lesson that he taught to, you know, I could almost imagine what it'd be like when I was there to set and hear Christ speak and say this. In the third verse, it says, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. You know, and I'm going to pause there and, you know, how many of you have tried to plant grass seed, right? In, in, in my yard, if you were to come to my house and see my yard, I've got some sunny areas and I have some areas that is uh, very shaded. And, and think about how difficult is it to grow grass in, in a shaded area or in a too sunny of an area, you know? And this example is that, that we're showing is, is this comparison, you know, this when the sun was up, they were scorched because they had no root. They withered away. And some fell among thorns, continuing on in the seventh verse, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And, and, and again, you know, think about the, the example that Christ is teaching here. You know, he's teaching us, that, that there is good ground where our faith can be planted. There is bad ground where our faith can be planted, you know, where we can become weakened and where we can fall away. He continues on in the ninth verse, Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance, but whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Esaias, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. For the people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they shall see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. You know, <laughs> there's a lot here, and, and you think about the message that is being taught, you know, and again, I think it continues to reinforce for me, and, and this lesson will continue on, and we're going to continue on in this chapter, but it continues to reinforce to me this faith, you know, is, is I have to have a belief. I have to know and recognize that there are things that I may not completely understand. He continues on in the 18th verse, and again, this is Christ speaking. 
Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same is that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while, for the tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word by which and by or because of the word by and by he is offended. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. Right? Understand let's go back to the twentieth verse and let's kind of go through that. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth. Yet he hath not root in himself, but dureth for a while, endureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. You know, how many times do we see that in people around us? How many times do we fall subject to that that shallowness, you know, that, that seed that's being planted in a stony place. It doesn't have the rich dirt and the nourishment and the ability to really grow. And he continues on in the 22nd, he also that receives seed among the thorns, right? We can picture this. We can see this seed being planted in amongst thorns. And he, and is he that heareth the word and the care of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choking the word and he becometh unfruitful. But he that received the received into good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. You know, and and again it continues on in in this whole chapter. And I would encourage you to go back and and read this chapter, right? Read this chapter and and think about you know contemplate on this. If I have this faith. If I have this faith as simple as just the size of a grain of mustard seed, and I want to read one more parable, and it continues on in the 24th verse, and it says, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go up and gather them up? And he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I say unto the reapers, gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles and burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. You know, and and the chapter continues to go on. And again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue to read there, but there's so many examples that stand out to me and that reinforcement of the importance of faith. Now, why does this matter? And I really want to wrap up and kind of close with this thought. We are in unprecedented times, and uh, it's, it's uh, the fear of unknown is we know who plants that seed of fear. And, and we also know who is that, that that supports us through those times when we are weak, when we're stumbling, 
when we fall. You know, for me, again, it's at that time when I'm weak is what I find is, is that I can continue to worry about things or I can just get down on my knees and I can pray. And that's my hope for each of us is that we have that opportunity. You know, this, this lesson is a simple lesson. If you listen to this podcast thinking that you were going to get just this really complex thought, well, sorry, but they asked the wrong guy to do the podcast, right? For me, this is a very simple lesson, but is that one that I want to continue with me? You know, I would encourage you to, again to go back and read this, this, this chapter. There are so many simple lessons in it to continue to reinforce ultimately our need to water that faith, to grow that faith, to strengthen that faith. These are my thoughts on faith, the foundation, and, and what was the lesson for me as a little guy that I continue to draw on today. And I truly believe that that, that lesson has strengthened me time and time again when I have that doubt. You know, again, I, I, as a weak individual, I have that doubt. That's a natural temptation that, that is fear that is put in front of us. But I just want to keep exercising my mind, my heart and my soul, that if I can just have the faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, I too can move a mountain. Thank you.